Welcome to this special edition of the Patients Come First podcast. In this episode, we'll highlight a new statewide poll showing that the vast majority of Virginia voters, 83%, support increased health care access for low-income, uninsured Virginians. This poll was conducted by Public Opinion Strategies, a well-known and respected Republican research firm. Not only does it show that 83% of Virginia voters support health care access for the uninsured, it also shows that support is strong in every region of Virginia and strong among Republicans, Independents, and Democrats. To see more details on the poll, visit www.vhha.com or isupportvirginiahospitals.com. That's isupportvirginiahospitals.com. This poll has received positive coverage and headlines in the national news and in state newspapers and radio programs and online publications that serve both Republican and Democratic audiences. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to share some of that coverage with you. To start, I'll read you a few newspaper headlines and excerpts, then we'll play you some clips of radio and TV coverage about this important issue. Our first headline comes from the Virginian Pilot newspaper in Norfolk, which covered the poll in its news pages and in an editorial column that noted, quote, Outlook brightens for Medicaid expansion, end quote. Another editorial, this one in the Roanoke Times, called Expanding Medicaid, quote, a worthy goal. And the Roanoke Times explained that there is both a public health and economic argument to be made for coverage access to help struggling rural hospitals. In Virginia, about 40% of rural hospitals ran in the red, financially, in the most recent year we have data for. Many other publications, including the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the Winchester Star, the Northern Virginia Daily, The Hill, and Becker's Hospital Review covered the poll results, showing that 83% of Virginia voters support coverage access for the uninsured. Other coverage came from the Republican Standard and Blue Virginia, online partisan publications that, despite coming from opposite sides of the aisle, have both written in favor of coverage access. In its coverage, the Republican Standard said, quote, The building blocks are there. The political will may very well be present as well. The question is whether or not partisanship will take a back seat for the 400,000 Virginians waiting for both parties to answer the call. That's just a small sampling of the print headlines. Now let's listen to some audio clips from news coverage of VHHA's January 16th news conference at the state capitol when we initially shared the poll results. We'll start with audio from the actual news conference. Here's Mike Gentry, a senior leader from Centera Healthcare in Norfolk. One of the available remedies to the challenge that I'm discussing is to get more people enrolled in healthcare coverage. There is an available mechanism here in Virginia to do this. And we have a recent public opinion poll research that's been done that shows most Virginians support doing this. Here's Mary Mannix, the president and CEO of Augusta Health. But again, the results of the research are clear. Virginians do believe across all regions and parties that increasing health care coverage is the right move. This is Mark H. Merrill, the president and CEO of Valley Health in Winchester. So certainly we believe that expanded access would be beneficial to the Commonwealth and its citizens. And here's Dr. Michael McDermott, president and CEO of Mary Washington Healthcare in the Fredericksburg area. It's what Virginians want, and it's what our Commonwealth needs. Now that we've heard that important perspective from Virginia hospital leaders, let's listen to some radio and TV news coverage. Here's VHHA president and CEO Sean T. Connaughton being interviewed by John Reed of 1140 WRVA Radio. Well, it was incredible to us. That's essentially four-fifths of Virginians now support it. Mm -hmm. And so we, uh, and that's across every region and across uh, both parties now. 
And so we see now there's a great deal of public support for it. In its report on the poll, WHSV-TV in Harrisonburg said, The Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association cited a new poll by a research firm, firm known to be Republican-leaning. It found 83% of Virginians support expanding health care in the state. The VHHA says this will cut down on burdensome costs for hospitals. The CEO of Valley Health System in Winchester also says more coverage will help in the battle against opioids. WINA News Radio in Charlottesville presented its listeners with this coverage. Public Opinion Strategies is one of the nation's largest Republican political and public affairs survey research firms. Multiple community hospital leaders presented the operations numbers on a poll regarding health care coverage for the uninsured in Richmond today. While support was strongest among self-identified Democrats, more than two-thirds of self-identified Republicans and independents also support coverage for the uninsured. Here's WINA News Radio host Les Sinclair discussing the poll and health care access in Virginia. Well, it makes sense for the Commonwealth fiscally um, because in states that have done this, that have in, uh, increased access to coverage for the uninsured, they've realized budget savings and economic gains, including job growth. Um, in addition, a healthier public is a more productive public, uh, and that's more people uh, who are prosperous, who are thriving, who can be gainfully employed. Yeah, the support is there. The one that was eye-opening for me was the hospital patient payer mix and um, the number of people in Virginia that are either uninsured or government insured. That is incredible. This is the center-right J.R. Heft podcast, which covered healthcare finances and how improved access to healthcare for the uninsured would benefit the economy. Four out of five Virginia voters, 83%, support a plan to help enroll the uninsured to health care coverage. And what's also interesting, in addition to the top-line findings, is that the support for this idea is strong across self-identified partisan affiliation. 72% of Republicans said they favor this idea. 73% of independents said they favor this idea. And 97%, which is unsurprising, of Democrats said they favor this idea. In addition to being bipartisan, the support is also cross-region. No region in the Commonwealth polled under 80% support for this concept. In Hampton Roads, your neck of the woods, Jim, 86% of voters said they support this concept. Well, I definitely applaud you guys for, for taking the poll, and I, I find the results interesting for sure. I think it's pretty important that we let folks know that, number one, hospitals, for the most part, um, by law, are required to see people. Um, whether they have insurance or not, if, if it's in an emergency. And oftentimes, they end up not getting paid back um, at least the full amount for the care that they're provided. And these dollars that come in from the federal government, which Virginia taxpayers have paid in, would come and support the hospital in that endeavor. Mainly, hospitals today are sort of the epitome of a public-private partnership, um, or, quite frankly, could be considered a public good at this point. We'll wrap up with separate clips from the John Fredericks radio show. The first is from a recent episode featuring VHHA's Sean Connaughton and Senator Chap Peterson from Northern Virginia. 83% of Virginians are in favor of it. It was good enough for Mike Pence in Indiana. I don't know why it's not good enough for us. 
I mean, 83% is a big number. You can't get 83% Sean Connaughton to people to agree on anything, (laughs) let alone something as polarizing, if you will, as Medicaid expansion. I mean, that is a huge number. To me, as a Republican, there's no more argument for not expanding Medicaid in Virginia. The costs are covered. And if we don't get the money from the federal government, guess what? They're going to send it to Jerry Brown in California. As far as I'm concerned, I can't see an argument for now. I mean, you have to ask yourself as a Trump supporter, do you want the money coming back to you in Virginia, or do you want the federal government sending more money to Governor Moonbeam? This final clip is radio show host John Fredericks telling his listeners about a joint statement from leaders of six of the most prominent chambers of commerce in Virginia. These business leaders, who represent thousands of businesses with more than one million employees, all support finding a way to bring our tax dollars back to Virginia so the uninsured can get health care coverage because it makes economic sense for the Commonwealth. So I want to talk about Medicaid expansion, shall we? Because uh, it's going to pass. Uh, you know, I fought it for three years, and now I've changed my position, and I'm in favor of it. This is why I'm in favor of it and why I was not. I was not in favor of it because the risk of expanding Medicaid was too high when I thought Obamacare was going to be repealed and replaced, and there would be no protection for states like Arkansas and Indiana and Ohio that expanded it. There would be no protection. They'd be stuck with the bill, and you can't give an entitlement away, and it would potentially bankrupt those states. And so I fought it tooth and nail, and that's why I was opposed to it. However, when the Republicans put forth all of their bills to repeal and replace Obamacare in 2017, every single one of them, and the two that were, uh, and, the, and the one that was eventually passed in the House and died in the Senate, guess what it had in it? Those states, those Republican states that expanded Medicaid, which means these are for the people that fall in the gap. These are not, this is not welfare. People that work don't make enough money to buy the insurance, but make too much money to qualify for Medicaid or the Obamacare subsidies. They fall in the gap, working people. In all of the bills, that the Republicans put forth to repeal and replace Obamacare, the federal money for those states that had expanded, like Indiana, were written in in perpetuity. So the money was never going away. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, so let me get this straight. Oh, and then what they did is they said, for states who didn't expand like Virginia, you're going to get a block grant less than what you're getting now. So I said, so let me get this straight. If you think you did the right thing fiscally, and you didn't expand Medicaid for hardworking 350 to 400,000 hardworking people, and you did the right thing financially, you thought the states that didn't, they're going to get all the money, and the states that did, like us, we get less money than we had. So we get an inverse reward for what we thought was fiscal responsibility. So here's my thing. The Medicaid expansion money from the federal government is never going away. It's written in. It's like defense spending now. It's always going to be there. So why not take a piece of it? Because if we don't take it, guess where it goes? California. Here's another reason I'm now for it. You know who those 400,000 working people are that would benefit from Medicaid expansion? They're Trump voters. That's right. Working people who voted for Trump in rural Virginia, hoping for a better life under this president. And I'm going to be damned as the Trump chairman of Virginia if I'm going to kick them to the curb. Here's what else. Chambers of Commerce from across Virginia 
are in favor of recovering federal funding available through Obamacare to help as many as these 400,000 uninsured Virginians get health coverage. Chambers that now support Medicaid expansion in Virginia include the Bristol Chamber of Commerce, Chamber of Richmond, Charlottesville Region Chamber of Commerce, the Hampton Roads Chamber of Commerce, Brian Stevens, the Northern Virginia Chamber of Commerce, the Roanoke Regional Chamber of Commerce. These chambers represent more than 6,000 businesses in Virginia with 1.2 million employees. Six of the most prominent chambers of commerce are now in favor of this. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Patients Come First podcast. We encourage you to listen to us on SoundCloud or through our website, vhha.com. You can also engage with VHHA on Facebook and Twitter. We welcome your thoughts, ideas, and feedback through social media messages using the Patients Come First hashtag, which again is the name of this podcast. You can also email us at pcfpodcast at vhha.com. Again, that's pcfpodcast at vhha.com. Thanks for listening.